Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm the resident Spielberg enthusiast, Justin Keyes. Are you ready to have some fun today on today's show, Justin? Oh man, here we go. Um, yeah. yeah um, this, um, this is a hard one. It's going to be a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, let's not lie. It's, it's, yeah. We're, we're, and even we're going to forego our usual format. Uh, yeah. Because this is not a movie I feel like. I don't think me and Matt have three and a half hours to detail every moment of the film. Yeah, and I don't think anyone necessarily wants to hear that when they're sitting down to listen to a podcast. Even if you've seen it, it's like, I don't know how you feel about us describing every detail scene by scene again. We're just going to go with our gut. Yep. Um, The film is Schindler's List, we should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've seen this before? Okay, so here's a... All right. I got a confession to make. Okay. Last night was the first time I saw the film. Uh, at all? At all. Last time was the first time. Last night was the first time I saw it all the way through. Okay. But not the first time. I'd seen parts of it in uh, history class. I remember I stumbled onto the last scene. Okay. On TV one day. Yeah. And on uh, probably HBO. And yeah. I figured, right, eventually I will watch this. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Why? How long? Why did it take you a while to eventually? I mean, when are you when are you this... ever in the mood to sit down and watch Schindler's List? <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, let me explain from my from my perspective on that on yeah. that statement because I'm with you. Yeah. Um, we you funny enough I was just re-listening to our first episode. Yeah. And you were born in '91. <laughs> I was. You yeah. were two. I was two when the film came out. So yeah. you have so no every really, excuse to yeah. not watch that movie when it came out. Yeah. I was like eight. Okay. So again, I should not have been watching that movie. Yeah. But the stigma. Mm-hmm. The reputation yeah. of that film yeah. uh, echoed it for twenty years plus yeah. since the release. So it's like, like you said, when are you ever gonna go? Ah, the days of day. Yeah, I'm in a Schindler's List movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's ever said that. Yeah, you know, I, and because of that reputation and my own personal just empathy for what happened to yeah. Jews in, in in that time period, yeah. I just I can never bring myself to doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. You, how about... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I... Okay, the cat is walking just directly into the microphone that, cords. She's trying to bring level. Wait, a cat? I'm sorry, let's yeah. interrupt this thought process real quick. Yeah, there's, there's a cat in my house? You never knew that? I never knew that. There's, been a, a cat? there's been a cat. I've there's, just been so used to the dogs. There's actually two cats in this house. Two cats <laughs> That's have been here this whole time. I'm sorry breaking the mood on this already, guys. But I'm just... <laughs> Revelation today. I didn't know Matt, Matt had two cats in yeah. the house. Um, and we're recording in a different room, so it's just free range for all the animals to come and interrupt. Okay. Um, but no, um, <laughs> I think uh, I, I mainly knew this movie through its two different, uh, hev- heavily being featured on episodes of Seinfeld. Right. Seinfeld kind of parodied it twice. Or not parodied, because the first time was Jerry got into trouble for making out with his girlfriend <laughs> while watching Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah. Newman saw and snitched to his parents. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, there was, I believe it was Elaine's boyfriend, played by Judge Reinhold, mm-hmm. who was, uh, very, for some reason, very into impressing Jerry's parents. <laughs> and then has the sort of mimics the, the, one of the final scenes of Schindler's List where he's like, this watch, this watch, I could have bought them something nice with this watch. <laughs> um, which is hilarious to find out that Seinfeld did two references to Schindler's List because part of the, the kind of known lore of mm. the making of the film yeah so that Spielberg watched episodes of, of Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> to cheer himself up while making the film yeah so I have no idea how he feels about all of a sudden a year later going huh yeah that's interesting <laughs> yeah because that was also that was like at the time the movie came out that mm-hmm. Seinfeld was doing those episodes which exactly. is kind of crazy to think about now mm-hmm. do you remember I, this is something I've heard about this movie that I, I have no way of confirming was true they that apparently some theaters were like banning the sale of popcorn for wow. screenings of Schindler's List which I, that might just be like an urban legend because I don't know how you would enforce that. Like, do you have, would they have had to show their stub? Like, because movies, most theaters don't show just one movie. Right, right. I mean, I guess. Have you heard that before? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Like, I, is it because out of respect for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, this is, here's the thing about this movie, right? It's like, yeah. how do you talk about it? Yeah. Like, and that's, how do you how do you yeah. talk about it in release? I yeah. mean, like, so I can imagine some theater owners are going, okay. Yeah. Just no popcorn. That's just set. Like, who wants to see this, these atrocities on screen yeah. while you're in the back and you hear some fucker going, <laughs> munching? <laughs> sounds, no. Yeah, like, no. So I, I can imagine some theaters enforcing that yeah. and being tricky. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, 
Why are you the asshole who bought popcorn? Yeah, who's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to watch Jungle Book. Cool. Popcorn and, yeah, yeah. and soda. I'm going to watch Schindler's List. I'm going to absorb nothing yeah. but the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, God, I, I'm, yeah, this is... This movie is, yeah. is not an easy. Like we're gonna. I'm not gonna lie. We're probably gonna do some awkward joking on our end. Yeah. Because out of like, uncomfortable. Our uncomfortableness. Yeah. Because like, it's we're jovial guys. Like I said. We're yeah. And this fun is dudes. we we generally try to keep this a fun podcast. But, but, but this and episode. Yeah. yeah. There's that, and there's also like, how do you talk critically about a movie like this? Yeah. Without you know, it, it's no. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. Like, how can anything negative, which I'm sure you and me will have to say. Yeah. But it like. But in care, but I think those things like I have to be careful. You have to be careful. Yeah. Because I'm not disrespecting. Yeah. Anything that happened. Because yeah. fictionalized or not, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. fictionalized in the movie way, sure. But well, a lot of it is true. Yeah. There was an Oscar Schindler. Yeah. There was an Amon Gar- Garth. Yeah. yeah. I forgot pronouncing it correctly. Garth, but these yeah. Garth. Garth. Uh, yeah. This these men did exist. Yeah. What they did did happen. Yeah. Um. But their impact, negative and positive, to mm-hmm. the Jewish people, to the Polish people, to the people Poland Jewish, they yeah. happened and they were real. So, yeah. yeah. No, we gotta. We're we're gonna try our best to be very, very delicate. And, and I even got flacked for a couple of uh, quote supposed miscomments I said about uh, events that happened in Empire and the Sun. Oh yeah. So I, which I don't think I did, but yeah, that's opinion, I guess. Well, or, yeah. <laughs> but with this one, I'm. I I made sure I did extra research yeah. and 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 watched a lot, a few more interviews here and there. On. Let's I don't know. I mean, like we're, we're, it sounds like we're rambling. Yeah, but I don't know where to begin. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Um, <clears throat> how how was this watch for you? How did you? <laughs> um, like, since it is the first time. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised at. Uh, it's not a three hour. A straight three-hour emotional torture set yeah. of just nothing but bleakness. Yeah, I was surprised that there is it's not not a laugh out loud moments, but there. But there's is, levity. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I was surprised by that. Yeah, me too. And I'll say this: you know, I I don't think of myself as a particularly like sensitive person when it comes to movies. Like I've seen some very dark movies, dark in other ways. The, the Happiness, Todd Salons, dark in a very different way. But mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I saw that was able to walk away relatively fine with my <laughs> life. But this, this was hard for me to watch. I yeah. was kind of not expecting that. I mean, like, of, of course it would be, but yeah, it's, this was, this was rough, even with those <laughs> moments of levity. <laughs> I think you needed to put those in or else people just would have been like, I think, I think we would have yeah. walked away from this just having lost faith in humanity. I, I think that's, no, I, I agree. Uh, funny enough, I did see Life is Beautiful. Yeah. Roberto Benigni's film. Yeah. Um, and one thing, the mar- I love that film. And one of the things that's remarkable with that movie mm-hmm. is that, for me, um, it humanized yeah. the people of the Holocaust yeah. in a way uh, I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. And, you know, even at that time, the movie came out in 97, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. But I still haven't seen Schindler's List. Yeah. And at the time, like, it's the people of, of the, the, the events of the Holocaust to me were always just data on a book yeah. that I got mad at. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I was just angry whenever yeah. I heard about it or I read about it. But yeah. so, life is beautiful is a, is a moment of a movie where that made me go. Uh, it still happened, but there's a there's moments of levity and and sweetness in the movie even during the Holocaust sequences. Yeah, to humanize them. Yeah, and to make me uh, at least understand that these you know like it, these aren't just blank data on a sheet. Yeah, it's all sad. These these are people all yeah. around people. And what was nice about watching Shadows last last night is realizing. It's a little bit in here, too. Yeah, it does it well here, too. There's, like, moments where they're, like, even joking with each other, even when they're in the ghettos, even when they're in yeah. the camps. Yeah. They're, like, still kind of, there's still people who are, like, laughing and joking with each other sometimes. There's a really good bit where they're all kind of just, like, surround a trash can yeah. fire. Yeah. And one guy's like, when's the last time we did this? Just talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, when's the last time we just talked? Yeah. You know? Um, or even when they come, like, rag on each other, like, the one guy's like, you look like a clown in, a co- in that hat, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so no, it, that yeah, you're right. It helps because yeah. I don't know if I could have handled this for three hours and yeah. just nothing but bleakness and, and yeah. depression. You know. Um, do you want to talk about um, the weird the the sort of relationship between Schindler and um, Go- Garth Goth? Yeah, no. That's it's so weird to see because it's like there are moments when he's sort of like he's befriending him because he needs to to like get him to like agree to stuff. And there's just like weird moments where they're 
I don't want to use the word charming, but like almost like, oh, that's kind of like a nice friendship, even though it's totally fake. Yeah. And one of those people is a monster, just horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> it's it's fascinating. Yeah. And it's it's a thing that doesn't make it hero bad guy. Yeah. Because Oscar is no saint. No, certainly not at the start of the film. Certainly not at the start of the film. And yeah, you're this. I think it's that we, that's a weird, interesting conflict. Yeah. To watch these two men be jovial. Yeah. But. You know that they, in the long run, they're both on two separate sides, two opposite sides yeah. of, the, of, of the situation. And yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, no, you're right. Like, there's moments where they're like, I think Amon really likes him. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, what do you think of, of, of Helen? And her use into into the story. Uh, she was the maid, correct? Yes. I'm very maid. bad with names. That's okay. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I that was something in when we watched in history class. That was that segment of the story was not there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It was. There was a moment I really like when uh, Schindler's talking to her at like the party, mm. and he's like trying to say like, "Hey, like." don't like he likes you you're he's gonna keep you alive at least yeah and then he has a moment when he leans in and she kind of gets scared and he's like he just says it's not that kind of kiss and he yeah. just gives her a kiss on the forehead yeah. that was a very well done moment uh, that yeah. that really that hit me in the old heart heart box yeah. that one no, that was beautiful yeah yeah um i, I actually i, I even want to i guess I even, we're kind of jumping around but I, like, yeah i i, I even want to bring up schindler himself yeah um played by really young it's crazy to say really young liam neeson yeah um, uh, post Darkman Liam Neeson, I think. It was I thought Darkman was ninety four. Oh, you're probably right. I think this okay. would have been just pre. I think he needed Darkman to be like, let me be a, <laughs> maybe some weird, cool superhero <laughs> for a movie. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, the Liam is. Uh, I could be wrong, by the way. Again, I, I can look. We can look up in a moment, but yeah. no. But um, yeah, like I said earlier, Oscar Schindler is not uh an easy, simple character to enjoy. At first, he's very selfish. Yeah, at first he's like, "Listen, Jews can't make money, so I can, <laughs> which means that I can if yeah. I use them as labor." I mean, they're they're ninety nineteen ninety. Yeah, Dark Man. Oh, nineteen ninety. So wow, that's definitely that's years. earlier than I thought. So he he did Dark so, Man is is I'm going to do exploitation films. Yeah, and then he was ready for some serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, no, he yeah, no, he's a he's a bit of a con man. Yeah. You know, he's money, money, money. Yeah. And the only reason he's hiring mm-hmm. uh, Jews is that he knows that uh, the labor be paid more towards the Nazis yeah. than these people. Yeah. And so he knows, oh, cheaper. Perfect. Yeah. And that's fascinating to me that he goes, oh, I'm, I'm using these guys because it's cheap labor. Yeah. I can pay them in pots and pans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then it evolves into humanitarian yeah then because then he kind of sees what's happening he's like oh shit i gotta <laughs> stop this however i can i like that there's not a single moment yeah that he went hold on yeah <laughs> it it turned into a gradual all yeah. of a sudden you start seeing him doing more things for yeah. them and it's it's kind of subtle and there is even a moment where he kind of tries to resist that where someone says listen i i need to work for you or else i'm going into camp and he says this is a factory i need people's mm-hmm. skills this is not a haven i don't know where you heard that yeah yeah and he's screaming at that woman mm-hmm. kind of trying to pull away and resist yeah uh so yeah we see that kind of gradual growth and it's weird i wonder how this movie how people would feel about this movie today because now i mean it is kind of the story of like it's a story of a people's struggle where the hero is like an outsider. Who, yeah. who, 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 no, it's, you know yeah, what I mean? No, I know. Agreed. And I, I've actually read there's a good amount of criticism against that. Yeah. Um, even at the time. Yeah. I, I actually watched a quick interview with Gilliam. Yeah. Said, uh, but, you know, okay, it's weird. Okay, I'll say it's a Gilliam interview, but it's actually a Kubrick quote <laughs> that Gilliam says. Okay. So I'll, Stanley Kubrick actually said this, but yeah. Stanley Kubrick pointed out the fact that he's like, um, the Holocaust, no, okay, mm-hmm. Schindler's List is about a win. The Holocaust is about a fail. Hmm. And he, for Stanley Kubrick, Schindler's List, I'm paraphrasing, of course, yeah. from Terry Gilliam, so that's yeah. paraphrasing, paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's pointing out the fact that, you know, he feels that uh, it's such a Steven, it's such a Spielberg way of telling the Holocaust yeah. by telling the win, a one win yeah. of the event. And I understand that criticism. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Now, and there's a couple of even historians who went, Really, Steven? Yeah. The first hardcore American Hollywood film about this, and your main guy is a German dude? Yeah. But I gotta have... But there's an element where it's like, it's not that easy. Yeah. And I, part of it's like, 
but the people who are Schindler's Jews. Yeah. This story's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. This isn't like someone pick. Oh yeah, let's just make like you know, let's make the, the heroic one guy who's not the oppressor to lead. Was like, but this guy is real. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he did exist, and he did do this, and he is not portrayed as a saint. Yeah. It isn't played out as yeah. since day one. I have a plan yeah. to save these people. Yeah. Like, no, selfish, selfish, selfish. Yeah. And then it evolves into to helping them. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, I see both sides, but it's one thing you're like, but don't disregard the other half of the story. Yeah. And it, I think what kind of sets this movie apart from other movies that do that, mm-hmm. like, and I'll, I'll, let's say like Dallas Buyers Club, which is a movie that a no. lot of people liked, but it is like, it's hard mm-hmm. not to watch it. Like, oh, this movie about how hard it is for like gay and trans people where the star is like a white, not trans dude. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he is kind of portrayed like as a selfish asshole to start and then grows to be better. Right. But I think the problem with that movie that Schindler's List does better mm-hmm. is like the side characters are very broadly drawn. Yeah. Whereas what Schindler's List does really well is it really develops the 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 the, the Jewish characters mm-hmm. and makes them part of the stories. And I think it kind of I mean, I'm I'm always the champion of movies should be shorter in general. But I think this movie kind of needed to be three hours. Yeah. Because it really shows like how big these atrocities were and yeah. and how much they affected. So you you actually kind of see that instead of just saying oh it's there but the story is really about Schindler. Right? No, yeah. that's a great point. No, yeah. I agree. Um, and you can't have, you can't develop the other Jewish characters yeah. unless you have that time with them. Yeah. Unless you have that time with Stein. Yeah. With Stein, and you have that time with the, the, the rabbi. Yeah. You know, yeah. even if he's a minor character to the long run, they yeah. give him enough time. Yeah. Um, Helen, etc. Yeah. Um, that one guy who's kind of known for just sort of finding the black marketed. Oh, goods, yeah. Yeah. you know, the like, guy who looked like Daniel Tosh to me. Thank you. <laughs> you see it too. Oh my gosh, I was wondering where he looked so familiar. Yeah, agreed. Totally. Yeah. There you go. But um, they were given the time. Yeah, and it's a reminder. Yeah, it's their story too. Yeah, it is called Schindler's List, but yeah, the movie does a good job of reminding you again. These yeah. are these are people. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, I just couldn't resist taking a dig at Jared Leto, even 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 in a Schindler's List podcast. Oh man! I just, hey, listen, it's fine. I just had to find a way to get that in there. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Um, pulling, actually, I'm glad you compared it to Dallas Buyers Club. I mean, that's, a, that's a decent movie to a degree, but, but I'm with you. Definitely got that problem. Ooh, agreed, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you? Okay, well, that's the other side thing too. Uh, this is a, also a kind of interesting first phase into modern Spielberg. Yeah, and that this is his first film with Janusz Kaminski. Oh FDP. yeah, DP. Yeah, and his work here is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I can see why Stevens like I'm never letting you go. Yeah, you are mine. Now. <laughs> this is a gorgeous film. Yeah, and I was watching it on HD last night. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. It's a good looking movie. It's a good looking movie. If you want to see some really horrible things beautifully shot, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the movie for that. I mean, there's not. I don't think there's a shot wasted. No, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we? Since we're talking about the look, should we talk about? I mean, I feel like everyone talks about this when we talk about the movie, but the the red uh, coat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Well, what else to, can right? we? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a really more kind of active. But like, also, what what can we say that kind of hasn't been said about that? It's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, like the only thing when I did my research on it is that there was in fact a real girl mm-hmm. in the town that is known for a red coat. Huh. Um, and there is a book called like the girl in the red coat that came out in 2002. Yeah. But she's alive. Oh, okay. So I think I'm not sure if Stephen really heard about that. If every word I've heard about that that scene about that girl, yeah, Spielberg uh, felt like he needed to include that, yeah, uh, as an as a as a point for Oscar to yeah. see in the all this atrocity of these murders. There's one girl for some reason she seemed like she escaped, yeah, the incident, yeah, only to see heartbreaking, yeah, and it's heartbreaking <laughs> that she didn't. Yeah, and it's really, really well done, too, because you, you see her in the red coat, and it looks like she's escaped, and you can accept that as like, oh, this was just a really interesting way to highlight one person and see how hard this can be on, on one specific little girl, and you think, and you can, it's really easy to watch a movie and think, oh, that's all that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and then it gives you enough time, like, there's a good, like, 20 minutes to a half hour before we see that red coat again, yeah. when it's on a pile of burned bodies, and it's, <sighs> it's just, it'll rip you out, yeah. it'll, it'll, it's, oh No, it... It no, I don't. I don't even know how to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. It's he doesn't hold back on that moment, and um, uh, 
yeah no i just it's that that way yeah i mean like other people smarter people than us yeah <laughs> i'll say i've talked about the red i've talked about the red coat but doesn't mean that scene didn't doesn't mean that the red coat i have anything i'll say the red coat is an artistic choice purely for the film but it's so understandable why he did it yeah like there's there's a legitimate punch to that moment yeah and um and also the whole reason why the film you know it, it especially because for a movie that's black and white yeah gorgeously black and white yeah is that to have that only adds more to the message of your story yeah yeah do you know why he shot in black and white no um i didn't see that. Is me doing my research there you go bring it in uh he uh for him all the video all the film footage he ever saw of world war ii and pictures of world war ii were in black and white uh, okay all the documentaries and yeah and he's saying that his story is like for him history there's truth in black and white yeah. and it's funny he brought up the fact in his one interview where he's like like my dad his like spielberg's like but his spielberg said his like his dad's like but kid, like I was, I was in World War Two. Like World War Two was in color to me. <laughs> yeah. And his people was like, yeah, but I wasn't alive. Like yeah. I wasn't there. <laughs> so uh, making the film black and white is another way to kind of keep the film timeless. Yeah. You know, so it sort of exists beyond. You know, we make it color, it, which it does start off. Yeah. In color. Yeah. FYI. Yes. It, it, it is a fast. I didn't know. Starts that. and ends in color. Yeah. Starts and ends in color. I yeah. honestly didn't know that, and I saw the purpose immediately why it started in color. It's, yeah. It's it's a Jewish family. Uh, uh, celebrating, uh, you know, doing a prayer, and yeah. it's it's everything positive about their life. Yeah. And once the flicker of the light goes, so does yeah. The color. Any, yeah. Yeah. Any kind of yeah. like light they had about their life just yeah. goes with it. And like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And that maybe that's interesting too, because maybe it, it for him it kind of set it apart from the twenty other World War Two movies he made in color. Right. Whereas this this is the one that like is what he feels represents the true. More than more than any of the other ones, maybe. What do you think? What's your thoughts on uh, Ben Kingsley's character? Um, I, I I like him. I like Ben Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, 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 what, what do you got? What do you think about him? Um, it's it's a, a very careful relationship. Yeah. Between him and Schindler. Yeah. Um, and I do like. Uh, it's a great thing. Ben Kingsley is one of those guys who it's like when used properly, he can. Yeah. Man, can he kill? Yeah. <laughs> and when he's used, eh. It's like, well, hey, cool Ben Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> but it's movies like Schindler's List where you just, you watch him here and you go, fuck. Yeah. God, he's so good here. Yeah. <laughs> um, very subtle performance. Yeah. Very quiet performance. Yeah. But, um, and a great rapport with, with him and, uh, and, and Liam. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a great scene between them uh, where um, uh, Schindler is talking about how, you know, uh, right. If I say his character name or the actor's name, I'm run into a hard to pronounce situation. <laughs> Amon, Gar- Garth, Garth, or Ray Fine. Ray Fines. <laughs> Ray Fines. Uh, uh, I took my cat's collar off so that she wouldn't make noise, and now she's playing with the collar. The little <laughs> shit. Um, or he's talking about how you know he's if if this wasn't war, he wouldn't be a bad guy. War just brings out the bad in him, but he's not a bad guy. That's just what war does to him. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Kingsley has to be like, well, actually, <laughs> you're a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting point, of point uh, fact I've read. Um, so one of the producers who has been trying to get Schindler's film, Schindler's List made into a film for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, is this a Jewish man? I think it's something so fine. His name is, um, I'm going to awfully pronounce it. I apologize. Okay. Poldek. Pfeifferberg. Okay. Uh, and he's one of the, the Jews that Schindler saved. Okay. Um, he's been trying to get the film made for 40 years. And when they finally got around to the film happening, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ray Fiennes, you know, who plays you know, Amon, yeah. uh, his performance was so convincing that uh, this producer's wife, who yeah. was also there with him, yeah. uh, she couldn't look at him. Oh, wow. She, she actually couldn't talk to him. <laughs> like, she was there on set, and she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. Because like, he nailed it. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like, Ray Fiennes never met that guy. No. <laughs> but enough. But no, his performance, and he even gained 20, 20 pounds to look a little more like him. Oh wow! Was was so convincing that you know his, this the, the producer's wife just I gotta I, I, can't. I can't be here. Yeah. <laughs> they're they they're on screen too at the end, right? Because yes. I, I remember that name. They're one of the ones who put the stones on the grave. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. That's definitely yeah. them. Um. 
Uh, yeah, that's crazy. No, that's Ray crazy. Fiennes is an amazing actor. Can we just say Yo, that? Please. Yeah. He's so good in everything he's in. And, and I can see why this movie, all of a sudden people are like, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the scene where he's um, sniping. Yeah. For, for other than, it's like, he's just picking people that looks like they're just resting. Yeah. Is haunting yeah <laughs> he's just like chilling on the balcony mm-hmm. it's like yeah i think i might kill three people right now yeah uh and apparently he's he did that was an everyday thing he did oof among did that every day oof i know <laughs> there's that scene where at the party schindler has a speech with him where he's trying to tell him that you know true power is mercy yeah right so then he kind of he tries that out for like an hour right <laughs> and then still's like Nah, I'm still going to take out my sniper rifle and shoot this kid. Oh, and the tension to that moment. Yeah, because he, does he miss or does he intentionally not shoot him the first two times? Yeah. I don't know, but that kid's like, I just got to keep walking and mm-hmm. hopefully I don't get shot, but yeah. he does. No, that that tension's played perfectly because yeah. he, Amon pardons him, so he walks off and he cuts back and forth and your brain's going, okay, I guess he's letting him go. Yeah. Wait, no, but you're like, no, wait, no. you are lingering back to him. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of uh, the score uh, that John does put in here? I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, John Williams, you can be respectful. <laughs> is, that, is that the right word? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't always have to do a big, sweeping, fun score. No. Sometimes he can like uh, just do one of these. It's, it's, it's a testament to his talent. I agree. No, here's the thing. I remember watching the Oscars yeah. that following year, mm-hmm. and the Schindler List theme mm-hmm. played repeatedly. Yeah, because it won so many. Of course. Um, but that violin and just the the other sadness that that music brings, and it's like I haven't heard it in in decades. Yeah. So now watching the film fully, I'm. It's weird for me that it's still in my head. Yeah. As John's music tends to. Yeah. But. Uh, but obviously this song represents something very different and it's interesting to me to go like like wow no like this is this is John hitting it all cylinders but in a different manner yeah and uh no but still still hits you uh, and locks into your brain so it kind of doesn't leave for a while yeah Yeah. um excuse me no it's okay um see here we're trying to figure out other (laughs) yeah (laughs) again it's we're trying to oh okay so other Directors. Oh yeah, I remember. I've decided. I have heard this before. The other, there. Uh, yeah, Spielberg yeah. was trying to get other directors yeah. to, to make it. I think you told me this before, actually. Yeah, and I'm trying to look the list of people. But they. <laughs> so we went to other people, and then they all basically said, "No, like you should do it, right?" Yeah. That's what it's, happened. It's kind of funny. It's it's in a weird way. It's it's almost echoing Color Purple. Yeah. On that same thing, in yeah. which Spielberg is asking Quincy Jones, "Why me?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here it's. Uh, and I believe I'm looking up the list. Okay, hold on. It's almost got it. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so Spielberg was. Uh, I'm getting this off of movie phone. <laughs> Twenty five facts you don't know about Jones, but I think it's fascinating still. Okay. Uh, number two, Spielberg was quick to acquire the rights, but felt in his late 30s he wasn't yet mature enough to handle the subject. He tried to pass it off to the director. So the other directors he tried to hand it off to were Sidney Pollock. Okay. And Roman Polanski. Oof. And Polanski literally said. I can't da- do that movie right now because that was my life. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's a whole mix of feelings associated with that. Um, eventually he did, and it was called The Pianist. Yeah. But in 1993, I'm sure Roman was like, no. Yeah. I can't do that movie right now. Yeah. Uh, the only one who was close to actually making it. Mm-hmm. But he, as it says here, he reluctantly agreed. Yeah. Was Martin Scorsese. Yeah. And at the time, it looked like Spielberg was going to do Cape Fear. Interesting. Instead. Yeah. And I think eventually, I'm not sure what happened between the two, but maybe Spielberg did felt like it's his, it was, it should be him. Yeah. And Martin, Marty sounds like, essentially when Marty went, I'm fine by me. Uh, like a fun, cool thriller with, with Robert De Niro and I'll, Julia Lewis. Why don't we, I'm I'll just, take it. I'll take it. You, you make. <laughs> Yeah. You good. Good luck with that one, Stevie. Um, I'm gonna go make a movie where my girlfriend gets her cheek bit off. <laughs> um, did you obviously understand? It is an emotional. It was an emotionally 
traumatic film for Spielberg. Today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was editing Jurassic Park during the filming. Yeah, because they came out really close together. No, and the reason was that Universal agreed to make the film. Yeah. But Universal also was like, oh. <laughs> Universal. I didn't step on. If that's why you wonder why the bark. <laughs> yeah, no. A door opened, so the dog had to bark. Um, apparently, Spielberg. Uh, the, the deal was that because he was also set to do Jurassic Park. Yeah. So Universal Studios like we'll make Schindler's List. Yeah. But you need to film Jurassic Park first. Yeah, you and need Spielberg, to give us something fun. <laughs> and Spielberg's like, don't worry. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because I don't think I want to make that movie <laughs> after Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. um, so he was editing Jurassic Park yeah. while making Schindler's List. And I feel like the part of it was just to get his brain. Yeah. Cause Dr- and Jurassic Park did come out afterwards, obviously, obviously. Or else we'd be talking about Jurassic Park today. <laughs> right. Um, but I think he needed to... Yeah, I think mentally he was like, I need to not... Yeah, I need to... <laughs> I need to take, take a couple hours of my day to go like, oh, then this is Jeff Goldblum being chased by a <laughs> To look at some dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's crazy for me to think those these two are so close to each other, production-wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the, other, of the casting in this. Uh, it's a lot of guys I never heard of, too. Or yeah, since. outside the kind of main people, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did cast intentionally... <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> he did cast intentionally uh, lesser-known actors for the leads. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. You know. Because um, Liam Neeson was what, Dark Man? Yeah. He was in I, Krull. Krull. <laughs> yeah, Krull and Darkman. Um, was he Rob Roy yet, or was that after? That was after. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't even that. I, I feel Schindler's List is the beginning of the Liam Neeson in serious epic period of his yeah. career. So it was Rob Roy and Michael Collins. The Phantom Menace. And yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> Taken. Taken 2. Yeah. Taken, th- Taken 3. 3. Walk among the tombstones. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> Non-stop. <laughs> I don't think I have any more. I got <laughs> Battleship. <laughs> was he in Battleship? He was in Battleship. I've not seen Battleship. That's I fine. Know. I haven't either. Rihanna was in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like this. Michael Collins and Rob Roy were the period of. Oh yeah, Liam Neeson is the epic. Yeah. Leading man, and I can see why. Yeah. Like, he's got a great presence in the film. Yeah, he does. Um, that first scene with him is. Uh, with at, the at the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a great introduction. Yeah. To the character and like a weird thing where it's like like weirdly like a, it's like that's a fun looking yeah. nazi party yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey look at these guys having a grand old time like and he's like getting people to take pictures of him for some con he's working on it's like it's, it's, it's a little catch me if you can almost yeah, a little bit a little yeah. bit you're totally right but they're all nazis <laughs> um I think it's an interesting point. I like, like, like uh, Schindler literally was only in the Nazi party because he saw that, that was more profit for him. Yeah, that was it. He didn't. It's not like he had a big belief yeah. on uh, on what they were standing for. He just figured, oh, that's where the money's at. Yeah, <laughs> like, smart money's going there. That's where I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um, but no, that's you know, it, I actually one sequence I kind of like that did showcase his womanizing is definitely the uh, mm. trying to pick the uh, secretary. Oh yeah. And it's just like, the, the, you can tell the ones he found, he fancied a lot more were the ones he was just like looking directly at him. Yeah. The one who's like super good at her job, he like doesn't even get, he's like yeah. checked out, smoking a cigarette, like whatever. <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. Okay. We both uh, looked away to look at something at the same time. <laughs> sorry. Um, try to find other. What you got? What you got for me? Things here that. Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, folks at home. Maybe part of us like doesn't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> um, actually, this is kind of appropriate because our last film was Hook. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Spielberg also uh, called Robin Williams to to cheer him up. Oh, just to just be just, like Robin, just just be give Robin. Me some goofs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, just be Robin Williams for ten minutes, and Robin's yeah. like, "You got it, buddy." <laughs> um. I don't know. I mean, what other overall feelings you can say about the film that, like... I mean, I can... I, you know... Apart... I mean, with any kind of movie like this where it's sort of untouchable. Yeah. Critically. Mm-hmm. It feels like, for me... And I, I never did this too hardcore, but I definitely had the sense of, like, oh, it's probably, like, not as good as people say because it's just this big, untouchable thing. Yeah. But actually watching it, like, no, I can definitely see <laughs> why this meant so much to a lot of people. Yeah. It, I mean, it is, and we kind of down. It's you know, 
it's it's very big that like Steven Spielberg at the, when he was st- when he was Steven Spielberg like yeah. big name huge about to release Jurassic Park Steven Spielberg made this movie and got so many people to see it it it's kind of it's kind of the best version of yeah. of a, a, a I don't know if you want to call it a genre but of the of the the, the I mean now you would call it Oscar bait yeah those kinds of movies now yeah but I don't think any of them are as successful and as genuinely sort of. Uh, Ernest, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, like th- this would be in the Oscar category. But I don't think anyone signed on this movie because they wanted an Oscar. And I no agreed. Like I of think, course they got them. Like the, yeah, no. but I don't. I don't. I don't think I never felt like that was the motivation here. Where it mm-hmm. does for so many of these kinds of movies. Like, yeah, no agree. Like I enjoy the intimidate imitation game. Yeah, uh, with the Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't. I enjoyed it enough. <laughs> but here's the thing: I smelled. Oh yeah, you could smell the desperation. Smell the desperation of <laughs> yeah. Oscar, mile away. Yeah. Um. And I feel like, and that's the thing, right? Always for me, storytelling, if you're going to make movies and you make storytelling and do storytelling, uh, is part of like, do you do it because you want a story to tell? Yeah. Or are you doing it because you want to make a movie because that's how you make a movie? Yeah. And I think this is the interesting case. Like, uh, we've had a very heated discussion about The Color Purple. Yeah. Um, but the reason I will definitely put this movie above it yeah. is that I think emotionally, uh, and experience-wise, yeah. Spielberg was the right time, right place to make this movie. Yeah. Whereas in Color Purple was the first uh, experiment to a certain degree yeah. on him branching out. Yeah. Um, I think, but also here, it's also a subject matter that hits closer. Yeah, of course. Like, he, he has clearly a more personal connection to this story than he does to the Color Purple. Yeah. I don't think that's wrong to say. No, no. Um, and I think because of that, that's the reason it comes through. Yeah. And I agree with you. This is... The pinnacle of quote unquote, yeah, you're right. The yeah. subgenre of Oscar bait. Yeah, this is the pinnacle of that. If anything, the birth of it. Yeah, <laughs> but the birth of it in, in, in one of those ways where it's like this, this is not that, but yeah. so many movies saw how many Oscars this one. We're like, oh, let's do that. Yeah, it's it's a thing where it's like you can't criticize it for being yet another Holocaust movie because technically speaking, this is the first one that made an impact. Yeah, I mean there was there was there was the the. TV, the Holo- the, it was just called Holocaust, the TV movie. But other than that, really, like, what else? There were World War II movies. Yeah. But there were not Holocaust movies. No, no. And if they were, like, the reality is, like, we still talk about this movie first. Yeah. And any movie after this. And, I mean, of course, there were, like, movies that were made, but, like, not, people didn't, the mainstream audiences didn't see. No, agreed. Yeah. Um, and this is one, quote, unquote, got mainstream, which yeah. is weird to say. Yeah. But... There's a reason why, like, now if I see... I remember seeing the trailer to a movie called The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. And I just went, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're going for. Yeah. I'm kind of... But it's so on the nose. Look, it's yeah. the Holocaust. Yeah. And where you can't do that here. Yeah. For Schindler's List. You yeah. Know, it's earnest. Like you said, I think earnest is the correct word. Yeah. It's earnest. And mm. it's careful on how it yeah. plays it. Yeah. Um, I think the handheld camera work. Is, yeah. is a big key to that. Yeah. It looks, yeah. Semi-documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like, uh, there have been many good movies set in this time period and about this plight. And I think in the, in the long run, you keep making these stories because you, in a weird way, you have to kind of remind people yeah. that this happened. Yeah. Um, but it's weird to go, but how do you approach it? I yeah. I think like, Life is Beautiful is a great example of a completely different approach. Yeah. Um, The Pianist is another film it's kind of similar but just just different enough yeah um but i remember there's a movie called the gray zone that not a lot of people heard of i have not heard of it yeah see <laughs> i've heard of the green zone i've heard of that one with matt damon mm-hmm. is that the same movie different film altogether <laughs> this one had david arquette oh. <laughs> of all the names you could have thrown at me to be in a holocaust movie surprising huh david arquette was not one that i was I, expecting uh, Ooh, i know right that's what i was yeah. like whipping right arquette david arquette <laughs> That's right. Was this pre or post Ready to Rumble? Post. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is WCW champion David Arquette. David Arquette. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank um, you for asking that question. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I think another thing this movie does really well is it doesn't like it. Uh, this is another thing I want to be careful how I word this. It doesn't try to. It doesn't try to like make them 
dignified in a way that a lot of these kind of Oscar bait movies they, they yeah, try to yeah. portray it as this like grand struggle. Where like the scene that well, the scenes that stuck out to me is like the kid is running around looking for a place to hide because the Nazis are coming in and everywhere's taken. Everywhere everywhere's full under the boards. They're all full. And then he finally he goes to the the last place anyone would want to hide, but he's out of other options. He goes into the outhouse. But he just goes into the big big pile of shit, like big yeah. pile of human feces. Yeah, and he gets in there. And what does he see? But three other kids saying, "We're here. This is full. You get out." Yeah. And it's just like, it fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's 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 gross. It's not like a great. It's not something you would read in a history textbook. Right. It's just like a real horrible thing that kids went through. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I, this movie never shies away from that. And which I, I think, think it's important. Of, no, agreed. And I think it's part of the reason why the film is so is used educationally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the reason why you saw it in history class. Yeah. Although they didn't show us that scene. No. Weird, weird. This is a weird thing. The 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 Ray Fiennes is introduced in a in a sex scene. He's having sex with a lady. Mm-hmm. They did show us that scene in history class for some reason. What, really? Well, I think I think it was maybe a mistake because he was he was like skipping parts of the movie, <laughs> and I think he maybe just stopped a little early. Because like, uh, when I think of like it's weird, there are parts that I feel like we maybe should have seen and didn't, but we did yeah. see that sex scene. Well, what scene specifically you didn't see that you felt like I should have saw that? Well, the shit scene we didn't yeah. see, which I think is I think would have been. Really really good to show in a history class i agree yeah because it's it's you want to talk about extremes yeah and and doing what you can to survive yeah nothing more than a kid saying all right i'm just gonna go into the pool yeah the poop yeah i'm gonna be in there and and then realizing like you you point out realizing he wasn't the first one to come up with that yeah there were three other kids who did the same thing not just the first one but like also like he's gone in the poop now like he's made the decision and now he's still being told to leave yeah (laughs) yeah but I'm covered in poop. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's crazy too to realize that shot. I remember that shot in the trailer mm-hmm. of of the light hitting him on top, and he's yeah. in the he's covered. And at the time, I thought it was mud. Uh, yeah, not mud. Not mud. Um, not mud. Yeah, no. Uh, it's good. I know. I think in a way that's the reason why he made the tour made the film mm-hmm. partially educational. Yeah, you know, to really and yeah, that's another use for the film. Yeah. You know, I, I actually interesting question uh, in this one interview I found on online from I think BBC called Face to Face. Okay. Someone asked Spielberg, do you think Schindler's List is entertaining? Or would you be considering that film to be entertainment? Yeah. And Spielberg's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I mean, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I mean, yeah. the job for me in that film was to tell, be truthful, tell a story so you get the emo- emotional understanding of it. Yeah. Um, and be educational. Yeah. And I mean, no, of course I'm not telling you to be entertained by this film this yeah. is not that's not the reason i made it that's not the film i t- set to make yeah um especially for a filmmaker who's famous for being entertaining yes <laughs> <laughs> um here's the thing that we talked about negative sentimental spielberg yeah. bad sentimental spielberg yeah um bad historical spielberg is going to come uh if not come already yeah. <laughs> depending <laughs> on which one of us talk to yeah um why do you think this one feels like a combo of yeah, I think this one does feel like I think you already said, but this one does feel like the correct, like the bo- a correct use of both sides of that. Yeah, um, and I feel like with the with the kind of overly saccharine stuff, I feel like in a way that kind of comes from Spielberg thinking he has to do that for the audience. Like he's thinking, yeah. oh, I ha- I can't, it's my responsibility to send them home happy, so I have to go this hard into the emotion territory. Yeah. Where he definitely didn't feel that obligation with this movie. No. And I think that's what kind of freed him up to really just tell a kind of hard, honest story. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's great. It's it's a testament to how well it's done that you see so many Jewish people get shot point blank in the head in this movie, yeah. and it never loses its impact. No. It, it never feels like oh another one. It's just like fuck. It's hard every single time. And I think what it's weird. It's a detail. Yeah. And it, and the detail isn't just that someone gets shot and they drop. Yeah. It's as harsh as this, it brings up. It's people reacted differently per yeah. shot. Yes. So a body would hit the ground differently. Like the first one, they really struck me different one was the one about that woman who's an architect right yeah she's explaining about like you have to redo the whole thing it's gonna topple if we build it this way yeah. mm-hmm. and you know i'm on I'm orders what can kill her yeah even my friend wait she was trying to help you yeah doesn't matter it's a doesn't matter. i don't care yeah so she does and the way her body kind of reacts to the shot yes yeah. i've never thought never seen that yeah uh especially in a movie and then fucker went okay do what she said because she's right like, yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you're, yeah, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why it never loses the impact. Yeah. You know, um, the rabbi guy who yeah. tried the, who, who made the hinge in under a minute. Yeah. Uh, that's a great scene. 
because you're so used to him shooting. Yeah. She was point blank. Yeah. That this day, on that day, um, both the guns that he had weren't just working properly. Yeah. So, and here you hear the, the the rabbi explain the only reason I didn't make that much hinges is that the machine wasn't working that morning, so I did another job. Yeah. Well, mom doesn't care. No, he's just gonna <laughs> keep trying to fire those <laughs> shitty guns. But that sounds uh, like a rational, a reasonable answer. It's like, oh, it makes yeah. sense on on a normal regular job. It's like, yeah. oh, that's why I don't I didn't make half the stuff I made because well, the machine wasn't working, so I just did another thing. Yeah. That's not that's yeah. not how this works here. No. <laughs> Um. Uh, wow. <laughs> um. Anything else is flowing in your head? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry I mean guys. it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think. Uh, I, I think we could wrap it up now. I think okay. we've kind of. Uh, you can't whisper me a question when I have sorry. no way to whisper the answer without. Sorry. How long? We've been going for so uh, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's weird. I feel like we should keep going, but at the same time, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go, and I, you know, I think Schindler's. It's it's a movie you should see. I think yes, yeah, absolutely. And I don't I don't think any of us, uh, you know, it's not it's not a movie you're gonna it's not a movie that's gonna be fun to see. It's not it's not it's not like a fun experience, but it's 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 one of those capital I important movies. Yeah, but this one is like actually important. Yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's this is weird thing, right? Because I feel like. This should be long. This yeah. episode should be long. But yeah. in the long, but in the weird way, we're 20 plus years after the film came out. Yeah. What else can you and me add? And also, what can we add? Like, what What can we say about the Holocaust? The Holocaust? <laughs> Excuse me. We'll say it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> what can we say about the Holocaust? I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, that this movie doesn't say better. Right, yeah. like no. what I mean. Ultimately, I think it kind of comes down. If if this is something you want to learn about, watch the movie. Don't listen to us, yeah. basically. Um, and especially for what? You, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no, yeah, like what? It, All we can do here is yeah. talk about this movie in relationship to Spielberg's career, because that's kind of the it, job of our right, podcast. You know, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, and I don't know what else we can say about that. I yeah. feel like we've kind of covered that. I think we did. Uh, let's. I will say, yeah. The the, the last statement I'll say for the film. You and you're good. That's a good way for me to kind of compartmentalize it. Yeah. Um, in terms of his career, mm-hmm. I understand why this is the high mark of his dramatic, of the dra- of the dramatic films he's made. Yeah, I get it, a hundred percent get it. The hype, quote unquote, is real. Yeah, the uh, the importance is yeah. real. And um, but don't I will say this too. My hesitancy for watching it made sense to me. Yeah, but it's not as intense as you fear it's going to be. Yeah. That's the, that was the relief I took watching the film finally last night. It's to realize that the film is not a three and a half hour uh, struggle of just seeing constant, yeah. constant, constant, terrible atrocity. Atrocity. Yeah. Uh, it's balanced. Yeah. And give it a chance, you will understand why the movie was watched and rewarded for its efforts. Yes. Um, Do you think? On some level, this kind of this movie broke Spielberg a little bit because when you think of like mm. not great Spielberg movies, but Spielberg movies that are sort of considered like iconic Spielberg movies, yeah. Jurassic Park is like kind of the last one, maybe Saving Private Ryan after this. Yeah, but like there's movies that people like a lot after that. But of his like iconic, iconic movies, Jurassic Park is kind of the last one, and it's one that he shot before this. It's funny you're bringing. It. I was gonna hold on to that thought till we saw Jurassic Park, but yeah, yeah. I'll say it now. You're, I actually totally agree. That's the thing. Yeah. I really do believe. Jurassic Park was, in fact, the last hugely yeah. culturally impactful movie he made. Yeah. Like Raiders, E.T., and Jaws. Yeah. And close. That's it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Spielberg that came after Schindler's List yeah. and that movie. And to be fair, you're right. This was made after Jurassic. So yeah. I feel like in a weird way, this did break him to a certain degree. Yeah. And it's part of the reason why he's been so hesitant on hurting his audience again. Yeah. <laughs> I really believe that. Yeah. When we get to the movies later on where I, where it's Sacker and Spielberg and safe Spielberg. Yeah. I can feel that part of it is like he used all of that kind of feelings he had in this film. Yeah. And because of this film. He can never do that again. He can never do that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, Totally agree. Okay. I think it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. I think that that's going to wrap up our, our discussion mm-hmm. for today. Um, yeah. We hope we didn't say anything too offensive. <laughs> and I hope you don't, when you look at this and you download it and you saw 46, 48 minutes and you go, fucking guys, really? But three hours on top? <laughs> um, 
again, but it's like, and Hook, I want me argue, like, with Hook and Jaws, those are fun episodes for us, because we yeah. can just nerd out and yeah. make jokes and, and just have a good time. This one, you heard us, and it's not because we're hesitant to offend anybody, but it says, like, what else can we add? Yeah. And, but the fact that you, me and, and the apathetics here yeah. are both telling you, no, you should watch this, it. Yeah, this is a very well-made, important film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plugs. Plugs. Go to BenVueNever.com. <laughs> Check out all the great shows on there. They're not all as dour as this episode. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Justin Kizan. Uh, also, I'm trying out a fun little experiment. If you have Instagram. Oh, you're Instagram now. Yeah. I'm on, I've been on for years, but I'm trying something out in the month of May. If you want to give it a shot, I'm doing a project I'm calling Video a Day. Oh. And what I'm doing is every day in May, I'm trying to do uh, a new video. Oh, cool. And it's my only, it's a rule. I didn't really explain the rules to anybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone just, I've, my friends have been seeing it. But if you follow me on Instagram, at uh, Justin Quiz. Okay. Uh, one word. Um, uh, what I'm doing is every day I'm making a, like, a max 15 second video. And each video, I have my minor rule with each video I'm doing is I have to do some kind of editing to it. Huh. So it's not like a vine yeah. or simple, like I'm, here's a dog. Yeah. It's like, no, it's some form of editing has to happen in the video. So it's either just kind of a weird, it's like a vlog in 15 seconds. Yeah. Or it's a sketch. Yeah. Or it's just something random. But oh. it's still editing involved. So I'm doing one a day, starting with May 1st. I'm up to 13. Nice. So, That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, uh, if you guys like it, at the end of the month, I might keep going. Hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun. So, yeah, I mean, it's, awesome. it's something kind of pushing me even when their days like i got nothing i don't know what i'm doing today like today (laughs) we'll see what happens but um yeah follow me there and of course write on agents of guard check it out and agentsguard.com got some spider-man articles up there nice uh, that we were popping in so uh that's it yeah um next month a little different possibly of this show yeah oh yeah possibly possibly we'll see how the plans work out it'll either be jurassic park or some other surprise fun yeah yeah you guys will find out yeah (laughs) All right, fun. I swear, fun. (laughs) (laughs) We promise fun. (laughs) I'll see you next month. We'll see you next month. Excuse me.